Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by the Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. With Michelle Smallman and Dan McLaughlin, I'm Randy Carricker. Yesterday, Martin Kilcoin from the Two Fox and Scoops with Danny Mack oh, yeah. put up a tweet pointing out that blues announcer Joey Vitale put an ice rink in his front yard. Kids love it. Pregnant wife can't park in the garage. Not so much. <laughs> uh, coming up at 6 o'clock, so we had the story on the Two Fox. Joey Vitale is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and I'm watching this, and I think it's absolutely awesome. Hey, you know what? Marty, a good CBC guy, and he made me out to be a villain. What's up with that, fellas? You're not a villain. Your kids get to skate around with the Stanley Cup, one of them throwing it off the rink. But still, no, this is like one of the great things ever. Hey, your pregnant wife can't park in the garage. So what? Your kids are having an unforgettable experience. Yeah, that's what I said to my wife. I said, uh, you know, if we were in New York or Philadelphia, we live downtown, you have to park outside anyway. She did she didn't like that so much. And I always try to do that. I always get in trouble. I always try to compare it to something else. And she always gives me a look like one time she was really pregnant the other day and really uncomfortable. And I said, well, at least you're not an African elephant. And she said, what the hell is that supposed to mean? I go, well, you know, their, their incubation period is like 13 months compared to a human. It's nine months. And she kind of gave me a look like that doesn't help anything. So again, I, I kind of got my foot in my mouth on that one as well. You know what, Joey, you're right, though. It's all about perspective. It is all about perspective. Now, uh, another question about the rink. Also, side note, great parenting, having one of your kids in a Charlie Conway jersey. Just want to throw that out there. Um, But, Joey, I've heard if you build it, they will come. So now that you've built this rink, are other neighborhood kids coming and wanting to skate around? Oh, buddy, friends from all over. I feel like Kevin Costner from Field of Dreams, you know, (laughs) where – uh, people from I'm, I'm waiting for shoeless Joe Jackson to come through my uh, my back fence and my shed to come join the ice. You know what though? Honestly, a lot of kids are starting to use it more. A lot of adults want to hop on it, which is even funner. And and again, it's an outdoor thing where a lot of people are, are coming together. I, I did it. I did it. Uh, I, I built a box and I did it to have my kids do something throughout these next two weeks of a chill. And, and like, I think when most people do stuff, they do it for the people they love. Right. But then as, as you do something, what I am slowly is starting to see that the, the greatest enjoyment of life is seeing people come together for, and that's, that's what I've really recognized. Uh, my buddy Harper, my son, he had five of his hockey, Mike uh, honey badger team over the other day. And some of the dads came to pick the kids up and we had a fire and, and I'm looking around, and some of the dads were all, you know, social distance outside. The kids are ripping around outside. And, and I'm just looking at people coming together. And I think everyone really missed that. No one really wanted to go home. The kids didn't want to go home. The dads didn't want to go home. And I think that that 
to me is now what this has evolved to. So I, I tell everyone, if, if you've got somewhat of a flat space in your backyard, anywhere, driveway, doesn't matter, put up a box, just build a frame of a box, something that can hold water and throw it down. I don't care if it's even, even if it's 10 by 10, something small. I mean, the kids have no idea how big or small it is. It's really something to get outside throughout this cold weather and just see the kids enjoy it. And uh, it's brought a lot of smiles, a lot of people's faces, uh, except for my wife who has to trudge through the snow back and forth to get into the freezing car. But no, she's been a great sport about it and she loves seeing the kids have fun. So it's, it's been a cool thing. Are you uh, sick of seeing the Phoenix Coyotes? I am very, very sick of seeing the Phoenix Coyotes. I can't imagine what it is like for the St. For the St. Louis Blues players, uh, Danny. Yeah. But, you know, the good news is the good news is now they're not in St. Louis. They can actually uh, go to Scottsdale and, and enjoy a little bit of sun. I think that's going to kind of break it up a little bit here. You know, a lot of the players were talking about going to Scottsdale, getting some sun. And, you know, I talked to Paul Bissonnette, who is the uh, radio on the radio side. He's a former teammate of mine. He said that, you know, Phoenix and, and Scottsdale and, and Glendale, all those areas, it's kind of cowboy country out there, as you guys know. So it's, it's a little bit more relaxed as far as some guidelines. So players are going to be able to get outside, move around a little bit. They stayed in a hotel in Glendale, which is right by the rink, a huge open space with a couple, a couple outdoor malls around the area. You know, you're about 20 to 25 minutes away from North Scottsdale. So I would expect that maybe tomorrow on one, or no, that, that, that should be Sunday, Sunday on the day off. They probably go to Scottsdale and kind of walk around Kierlin Commons, just kind of break up the monotony. I think this this trip, uh, aside from hockey, is going to be really good for the souls of these players. The Blues have lost three in a row. They only have one point in the last six available to them against Arizona. What do they need to do to go out to Arizona and win? Well, I think the number one thing they have to do is they have to just find they got they have to find that hunger again, and I think that that's something that uh, for. Uh, obvious reasons it's been it's been difficult to have you know you, you show up at a rink you're, you're socially distanced in a locker room you have to wear a mask it's awkward it's uncomfortable you show up at the enterprise center uh it's freezing here in st louis but the, the outside building's quiet the inside of the building's quiet it's hard to manufacture energy right now and i think it's hard to find that hunger uh this is the st louis blues team that is facing a very good arizona team that was hungry when they came to st louis you know keep in mind the blues up to the arizona series we're having a problems beating the team back to back why because of that hunger factor right but arizona was a whole different breed and i said this when they came to st louis on their first game not only were they facing the coyotes they beat them in that first game but i said this is probably going to be the hungriest team they faced probably all season and maybe for a long time and the reason for that was that arizona was falling behind the eight ball very very quickly they had lost i think five out of their previous seven all in regulation coming into that game one and they they were so desperate for points where they had to stop the bleeding. So Rick Tockett, the coach for the Coyotes, the, the pregame speech had to be something along those lines where, guys, we have got to stop this bleeding. It's got to stop now because we can't win the Cup right now, but we can certainly play ourselves out of the playoffs in this home stretch against the St. Louis Blues. So, bam, that's where we saw the Coyotes. They came out. They were just feisty. They were hungry. They're quick forward. And they were hungrier than the Blues. It's just that simple. Uh, Craig Bruby, look at his comments, talk to some of these players, and it's exactly the same thing. We just got to come out. We got to play more urgent. We got to outwork them. And right now, for the St. Louis Blues, they started to do that the last game when they lost in that shootout. It's starting to come, and you hope on this road trip, and it can really continue that because uh, this is where this team has just been so good. They've been together on the flight. They've been together on the plane. You know, 
kind of getting away from the element here a little bit. Hopefully the relationships will work a little bit better here with the Blues team, the new additions. You know, I know it's not an ideal situation, but even just being on that plane ride, guys, you'd be surprised how the Mike Hoffmans and the Tory Crews jumping in on card games, being close by to each other, kind of small talk and getting to know their teammates a little bit better. Little things like that, to me, that's, that's what helps build relationships. And at the end of the day, I, I truly believe that championship teams are built around strong relationships and the guys look around in the room and they can trust each other. So that, and, and this road trip, I do believe is something that will, will really help the Blues. Let's also hope, Joey, that their special teams improve because that's something that's been holding the, this Blues team back as well. Yeah, the special teams can improve. I thought the power play had a great goal uh, the other night. I like the shots from the outside. Justin Falk has been the addition on that top power play unit. He's a shooter. He's a right-handed shot, which I think that this top unit is used to. Uh, with having Petrangelo there last year. I think Tory Cruz left-handed shots kind of thrown the whole unit off a little bit. So I like Craig Berube's decision to go with Justin Falk. And, and you looked at that last game. Justin Falk had like four shots like in the first one minute, I think, of that one power play in that second period. Look at Ryan O'Reilly's goal. Shot from the outside. Uh, David Prawn's shooting more from the outside. Justin Falk's been shooting more from the outside. Braden Shen's throwing, throwing just junk at, at the net from the outside. Whenever you have a power play that's struggling – get shots to the net from the outside and look for the rebound. I think even some of their shots from the outside, they're not even looking to score a goal. They're just looking for something that's going to cause a little bit of chaos for a rebound. And in case in point in Ryan O'Reilly's goal, that's the power play. So I like the way that's trending. And then Michelle, to your point about the PK, I know it's so cliche and it's hard to look at it any other way though. It just is going to take time because there's just so much new personnel. I mean, people sometimes forget we lost Jay Bodenister, who was one of our best penalty killers over the last stretch of uh, four, five, six seasons. You lose Petrangelo, you lose Bodenister. Alexander Steen, he was an anchor, right? He was, he was the guy along Ryan O'Reilly that the coach felt so comfortable sending out there, go take care of it. So you have three guys you've lost right there. Robert Bortuzzo just came off the IR. He's a huge piece of that penalty kill. Carl Gunnarsson's been in and out of the lineup. So you look at the penalty kill here, we have a lot of new faces. Nico Mikula, who was a very young in his NHL career, was out there the other night killing a six on four. Now, why does that have an impact on the PK? Aren't they all out there doing the same thing? No. Uh, it's body language. It's relationships. Again, it comes back to understanding uh, what the guy next to you is going to do and reading and reacting. Penalty killing is all about reading and reacting, not only for yourself, but I got to know what Sonny's going to do. I got to know when O'Reilly sticks in this lane, I can go here. So it's all about reading reaction and knowing your opponent and knowing your, uh, excuse me, not your opponent, but, but your line mate and your forward, your forward partner. It's no different than, you know, a marriage or a family, anything. Like you start picking up on your, your wife's like energy, your husband's energy. You, you walk in the door and she kind of gives you a look, either a good look or a bad look, but you know what that look is, right? <laughs> and it's no different for the PK. Uh, for Bortuzzo, he knew what Alexander Steen was going to do before he did it because they've been together so long. So again, it's going to take time. It's going to take a while for the guys to start reading and, and reacting to each other's body language so they know when to go and when to step back. So I, I like it. It's moving in a good direction. It was supposed to struggle this year. It's, it's no, to me, the expectation was that it was going to struggle. So I don't think it should be an outstretch that what the heck's going on. I think it was supposed to be this way, but I like Steve. Ott. I think he's one of the greatest coaches in the National Hockey League for this reason. And I know that it's going to start kind of trending in the right direction. Hey, Joey V, before we let you go, did you get a chance to see the Vegas Golden Knights helmets last <laughs> night? Yeah, man, it almost blinded me. Oh, my goodness gracious, those are bright. Uh, I, I, is it, is it, are they shinier than, like, the Notre Dame gold? I, think I mean, they I, are, I, yeah. I, they, they do look like, if you look at the Notre Dame hockey helmets, I know, I know they seem brighter than the football. 
And hockey, I think they're pretty close, but I think they actually ratcheted up. But maybe it's the lighting or something. But they were beaming. And, and you know what? I like it. It's Vegas. I think they can do whatever they want. And I, I love the addition of them in this National Hockey League. And I think the Seattle Kraken is kind of fouling up their their cue with the colors and the outrage and all the kind of crazy, you know, far winging kind of stuff going on. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. I was actually a big fan of it. It created some noise and uh, brought some good attention to the league. So I'm all for it. I'm looking at the Notre Dame helmets right now. They're actually very similar. So, okay. They're pretty close. They're yeah. pretty close. I, I figured they were, uh, yeah, I figured they were, I knew, I knew the football were a little bit duller, but uh, yeah, I think they're, I think they're cool, man. Cool. Hey, have a great broadcast tonight. We'll be tuned in. Enjoy yourself. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. You guys have a great weekend. Happy Valentine's Day as well. Same to you, Joey V. Take care. That's uh, Joe Vitale, Blues Analyst here on 101 ESPN. Your home of the Blues. Pre-game tonight at 7 and the action at 8. Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale will have the call between the Blues and the Arizona Coyotes. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.